everybody it is dave and jeff it is january 21st 2022 oh what a day Dave, like, uh, what a day. did you have the day off i did i had the day off which was great and and it's been a three-day weekend and i spent basically all three days with my boys okay and i was just wondering because you go through it and and i i see it all the time from our friend kathleen Bade. yeah that when her kids come home from college, it's great. Yeah. I see it with uh, Laura Kane when they're, and then the kids go back to school. When Josh is out and he goes back to Nashville, is there a little bit of a hangover for you as his dad and his friend? Where like all of a sudden you, you come downstairs and wear sweatshirts and socks and shoes were. The house is empty. It's just kind of a different vibe. Do you go through that when he goes back to Nashville? Yeah, well, I've gone through it since 2012. Yeah, back to Alabama. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, when he went, you know, he went was a baseball player at Riverside first. And oh, yeah. That was where I say this all the time to people who have kids that leave for school. There's there's a balance in your house where you always feel like this is how your house is supposed to be. You've been in it for such a long time, and you had obviously a made, major change in your family of four. But mm-hmm. for us, when Josh was gone, we all just felt like the balance was off in the house. And then you'd come back, and it was immediately back to the way yeah. it was. And you're going, oh, that was, that's fantastic. Same thing when he went to Alabama and came back. It's funny that you say that. One of the first things I thought about when Jake passed was, we're never going to have balance again. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a strange feeling. It, it sucks. But I think as, as a parent, for anyone who goes through it like what you're saying, and you're going to go through it majorly when those kids graduate high school, yeah, it just feels different. I can't tell you how many times I sit on my couch, and I turn my head to the right, and I look at the stairs. Oh, yeah, right. You know, like I'm waiting for my kids to yeah. come down the stairs. It's over and over. And you just, little things like that are so dumb that you don't think about. Your kids walking in the room are, are just part of your everyday life. And when it's done, you're kind of sad about it. You're just going, I mean, for me, obviously, it's permanent. But yeah, overall, you sit there and for the parents who are going to go through it, it, it's devastating that you just go, holy shit. You just start looking around and you go what's next at least in my head yeah is what's next like what's the next thing that's gonna hopefully get you back to that feeling of of feeling whole yeah it moves quick and it was weird because we went and saw the movie uncharted today what's it about i have no Uh, idea it's based on the video game uh video game that came out for ps4 i guess but tom holland's in it mark Wahlberg's in it Antonio Banderas it's basically Antonio Banderas still around yeah he's still around his big fucking ears Jesus, Dumbo, tape those things in. My God, listen to KMOX. <laughs> listen to goddamn Mike Shannon. <laughs> Andrew Siciliano is the worst. He's not like Andrew Siciliano. No kidding. What's he listening to walking around? KNBR? I'm always afraid to talk shit about Andrew Siciliano. Well, he might think, hear it. Because he can hear us. Shit. What's the matter with us? What are we, seven? <laughs> uh, what's the deal with tom holland and everything is it michael dude, kane i figured Fuck. out i figured out today i said it to jack so yeah. we were in the theater and i don't know why dave but i had a flashback because we were at uh grossmont center and that was the same theater my son and i were in for black panther okay and that was like the first time when they went home and i didn't well, I'll be with them tomorrow night. Yeah. And then I'll be with them Thursday night. And then they're at the movie with me Friday night. Yeah. But I tell them all the time, I'm like, dude, it doesn't change. And I'm sure your mom goes through the same thing. When you walk out of that car and like I'm going to the podcast or work tomorrow, the whole thing, I'm like, it sucks. Yeah. 
because it's just it's so much fun. And the weird thing is, too, and I wonder if you go through this. I wonder if Rita goes through this when Josh is in the house. You sleep better. Oh, yeah. Right? Like oh, yeah. You, I think the word that you just well, said, normal. Dave, is spot on. The balance is just like you crash out. But um, I think Tom Holland would be the perfect dude to take over that Mission Impossible That's franchise. Probably the same height. That Two fucking, shrimps. Dude, that, that guy, it's so funny. Him and Wahlberg are talking about... Hey, little guy, little really? guy in the movie. Oh, that's funny. funny. But a pretty fun movie. Like, if you have kids, yeah. it's, it's like chasing gold. They're looking for treasure yeah. and, and adventure and shit. But that guy is so athletic from those Spider-Man movies. And I said to Jack during the movie, I'm like, dude, this guy should take over the uh, the Mission Impossible franchise. Oh, He'd be funny. perfect in it. Yeah, to hell, probably right. Probably <laughs> absolutely right. Is this the one where uh, Mark Wahlberg has the mustache? Does he, he have a mustache? Because I'm on Kimmel and he has the mustache, and he was saying his wife hates it once it once him cut it off. Uh for part of the movie. Okay. I won't say too much, but for part of the movie, um, yeah, it shows up. But pretty fun, good movie. Those two guys were were pretty good together. Uh, pretty good chemistry, much better than I won't even say it. Would you recommend the movie? Yeah, yeah, it was okay. fun. It was a uh, good popcorn movie. Like if you have kids, I don't know, that'd be a date movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, my kids were into the whole thing. I I cannot tell you, Dave, how fired up I am for Friday night. We pull into Grossmont Center today. We're going to see this movie at like four thirty this afternoon, and it's me, Jack, Kate, and I look up on the marquee at Grossmont, and it says Jackass, and yeah. I start laughing. I go, I don't need anybody else telling us there's twenty thousand dongs in this movie. I wish I knew that before we signed yeah. everybody up. But we've got a full house. We've got two surprise guests just added over the weekend. Okay. The lovely and talented Laura Kane okay. will be there. And her part her podcast friend Eric. Okay. Because she does she does Laura Kane after dark. And the other night they're on YouTube. I'm like, well, let me see what these two fucking maniacs are up to. They're so goddamn funny. And Laura's like, hey. I really want to see Jackass. And Eric gets the most sour look on his face. Uh, uh. She's like, come on. I want to go see Jackass. Go see it with me. And he's like, I I don't want to go to that. And so I sent her a message. I go, hey, if you guys want to go, yeah. I got you covered. You come in. I got you covered. And she's like, did you know I want to see that? I'm like, yeah, watch your podcast. <laughs> so uh, Laura and Eric will be there. And I just, I'm dying because there's, it'll end up being 22 of us as it stands right okay. now. And uh, Friday night, and I'm, it's going to be great. What time? What time? I got to figure this out. I'm yeah. going for sure. I'm not backing out. I'm just saying what time? 8.30 Friday night. 8.30 Friday night. Okay. Yeah. I'm so right uh, anybody that doesn't, most of you should know, everybody who's going should know the whole plan. But yeah, we got a good group. My sons will be there and. Uh, Kenyatta will be there. Jimmy Hughes will be there. BK, Gavin and Pete. And my sons are like, who's meaner to Pete, you or Gavin? (laughs) And I said, well, I said, it's pretty close because Gavin's ripping him for his nature pictures the other day. Yeah. And then I ripped him, but I just, yeah, it's great, man. I love this idea. It's kind of fun. You looking forward to Friday? Very much so. I wanted to see it anyway. I'm just glad that we're going to see it with people that we like. That's awesome. And we you know? got and we got the whole theater to ourselves. 
That's so it's not like there's 22 of us and then 50 other dummies. That's it. We have it's the whole us. theater. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's just us. Fantastic. So we didn't have to do the whole reserve receipt deal. We just we just walk right in. And fucking move in, and then you tell Pete, just have everybody come in and tell Pete, hey, that's my seat. <laughs> everybody <laughs> makes keep moving, Pete. Ah. No. Just like when he's at the goals game. Yeah, and they run him. Oh, hey, yeah, congratulations. So the goals got steamrolled two in a row by... The Ontario rain. I hate to do that because our friend Derek Dawson and the Gulls yeah. are great, but Pete's always talking shit about the Kings. And yeah, the, and the rain beat them twice. So I love the Gulls every night, except for when they're playing the Kings uh, team. <laughs> so I won't, I won't say too much. But uh, Pete's team didn't do. Does Pete touch anything that that wins? No, he everything. He's a wreck. Dude, there's a reason Point Loma hasn't done shit. Yeah, point loser. I, J.J. Stokes blames him for his entire shitty career. J.J. Stokes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, everybody, we look forward to seeing you Friday night. I can't wait to see Pete and Gavin and Kenyatta and Erica will be there. That's cool. And, yeah. Uh, Rose and her husband are coming out. I'm excited about it. Larry this. Thomas. Larry might be the only guy. Larry and Pete might be the only guy I recognize right off the bat. Erica I'll recognize. Yeah, well, I've yeah. never met Erica, but I'll recognize. Yeah. But uh, but again, help me out, everybody. I'm telling right now, it's going to yeah. be really embarrassing for me. Erica, I hate look, this part. Looks like she's walking off of Stranger Things. One of those kids rides her bike up. Did you tell her, her little bell? Did you, did you tell her not to come straight from the gym? You don't like sweaty? Ah, she can do whatever she wants. She'll be all dirty. You said it one time. Now you're all in her head. She'll be all dirty. Okay, I love that kid. She's so funny. But yeah, I just. So that's the thing. Like, yeah. we do, like, our whole thing is, well, the other thing that's part of it, too, Dave, and I wonder if anybody else has been through this, not quite like me. Yeah. I honestly haven't had a five-day work week since, like, the first week in November because either doctor's things or holidays or games or yeah something kids. And so I was like, oh, last week I was off for the MRI. Today it's President's Day, and then I look, and it's like you six. You were in Denver? Yeah, Denver, colonoscopy, all these different things, holidays, and there was like one five-day week in there. and But then starting, so it's a four-day week this week, and then starting like next Monday, it's like eight straight five-day weeks. <laughs> I'm like, shit. <laughs> Summer's over. <laughs> Fuck. So, uh, yeah, all of that. But, no, it'll be great, man. Can't wait to see everybody on Friday. Are you one of those guys that uh, you get hit by the rain? Like, when it, the rain hits, that affects your commute big time? Like, the rain's coming this week. Yeah, coming. Of course, I just got my car washed. Yeah, um, you did it. You're the one that created the rain. Yeah, I fucked up everything. Uh, yeah, coming home. In yeah. the morning, it's not too bad. But it is always home. strange. We talk about it all the time, how the rain makes the driving so much worse. Tomorrow, the reason I asked, I got to drive up. Your way tomorrow. We play, we open up our, op- our regular season opener at Del Norte. So off, where the, are base, they? off the 56, near near Cathedral, kind of. All right. Yeah. It's okay. only Forest a Ranch. Half hour from where we are, but yeah. Yeah. But for me, I'm driving yeah. north and I'm like, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to drive up there. Game's mm-hmm. at three. It's going to rain. Yep. It's going to get rained out. Yep. And now I got to go sit in traffic. Yeah. And I'm going to go motherfucker. Like God. I wasted, I wasted six hours. Yeah. I know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. It, I didn't even know it's going to rain tomorrow. Yeah, it's supposed Weather to rain. Weather was perfect. Tuesday and Wednesday. It's weird. Not going to rain at all in L.A. Because usually, usually here, it comes down. Yeah. Fucking no rain in L.A., but it's going to rain here for two days. And it's cold Tuesday, as fuck all yeah, of a sudden. Alan Taylor's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Selling ice rinks. 
Man, uh, hope everybody had a great President's Day weekend. Friday night, Dave, I went to Epic Fights at uh, Four Point on Arrow Drive. Yeah. You know where that is? Like, well, Four Point Sheraton over okay. there. And they've done, it's a great little venue. They've done uh, boxing and MMA. And years ago, I worked as an official in those fights. Same place, same building? Yeah, same building, the whole thing. And this group, Epic Fights, they're always fun. But a buddy of mine is getting into the fight management business. So we said, hey, come down. We'll go to the fights. I want to pick your brain. So you go in. Man, the the energy at a live fight card is so good. Now, these are amateur MMA uh, fights. So a lot of them are guys making their debut, their MMA debut. And holy shit, man. To have the balls to to walk that aisle and climb into that very small cage, knowing all those guys sitting around drinking beers want to see you just get the yeah. living shit kicked out of you. It's pretty wild. But then it's a long night. Like, we got there at 7, packed house, crowds into it. Everything's yeah. going great. And I had to pick up Jack, my son, and all of a sudden, at like 10, 30, 11, there's still four fights to go. So I said to my buddy, Ken, I go, hey, I'm getting the fuck out of here. So we're at the venue. Everybody's having a great time. And something must have happened outside. There were like 20 police cars oh, out there. So you're like, whoa. But I don't know. I didn't, I didn't hear anything. I didn't see anything <laughs> on the news. Everybody that I saw at the fights I talked to, and they were like, oh, we had a great time. So, yeah. I, if, but if you... Um, I think there are people here that love live fights. There's a card coming to the sports arena championship fight on March 5th. Top rank has got a good card, but these epic fights once a month or whatever they do over at, uh, at four point was really, really fun. What do they charge to get in? Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's a little steep to get in for amateur fights, but nobody was complaining. They were all in. I think it's 60, 70 bucks a ticket Wow, for an amateur fight. Yeah, but wow. Dave, there had to be 15 fights on the yeah. card. And the fights were great. And it's all kids. You know, I call them kids, but they're they're guys. A uh, couple of girl fights. Um, and they're all from the local gyms. So local gyms come out yeah. to support or, or neighborhood guys. Man, there was this one dude. Shit, he must have sold tickets to three quarters of the building. And he ended up losing... But that place went absolutely wild when he was introduced. Goddamn blast. <laughs> awesome. So the, just, the point of that being is that I was looking at something the other day. I don't know what I was watching. I got on YouTube. I know what it was. I got on YouTube, and there's this video of these two guys that had hopped the wall um, like a year after the Chargers left. Okay. And they went to the facility. So they had a drone and they jumped the wall and they were out there. They're going up the steps where you and I used to be with Kevin Boyle all the time. And uh, I'm just watching this and everybody's like, ah, San Diego sucks. The sports town sucks. The whole thing. And I'm like, well, I, you know, we might not be an NFL town, but goddamn, this is a great fight town. Fights have always done really, really well here. Boxing at the El Cortez or back at the Santee Roller Rink. Uh, what what Harvey's doing with Epic was really good. Top Rank's coming out to the arena now every other month. 
So, yeah, I mean, for whatever reason, man, this sleepy little beach town loves the fights. They do like the fights here. You're absolutely right. I think in Southern California, they like the fights. L.A., yeah. the fights are always That's big, That's true. Too. At StubHub Center, whatever yeah. that place is, Staples has another good card coming up in a few months. Yeah, no, it is uh, it's it is one of those things where they always loved it. Uh, the, the boxing they used to have on the forum fights on Mondays, yep. remember? What the hell was it? Uh, Bay, Bay Rudy was the one that used to run it all the time. John Bay Rudy, yeah. and then it was... Uh, but it was always on Prime Ticket. Always on Prime Ticket. Tom Kelly and Ruben Castillo. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And those fights were unbelievable. Yeah, I tell you. I, fight I, night at the Forum. Fight night at the Forum. Every Monday night. The Lakers yeah. would play on Sundays, and usually yeah. like the Kings would play or the Lakers would play on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, but Mondays were for the fights. Yeah, and they had the Ringsiders Club. Yeah. And that got you invited in to the pre-fight party at the Forum yeah. Club. Yeah. That's funny. That was the first time I've ever been where I got to sit front row was yeah. was checking that out. And uh <laughs> and I think I have a story similar to yours, but first time I ever went, I was always a boxing fan. Mm-hmm. And uh first round, guy gets punched and within seconds I had a shirt that was this is the guiding nineties, so give me a break. Like half the shirt was like purple. Yep. And the other side was white. Yeah. And and I got <laughs> you look like a jockey. Oh, I, that looked like I was going to the club with Will Farrell. They go to the Roxbury and uh, it got blood all over the white side of my yeah. shirt and it freaked me out. Like it, I was like, holy shit. I've never seen anything like Crazy, this in my right? life. The blood was all over me. Yeah. It was like those movies where everything goes in slow motion. Like what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And then I'm going, I'm here for another eight fights. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, like, holy shit. I felt like I was at uh, who's the asshole that used to slam the guy dang watermelons. Oh yeah. Gallagher. I felt like I was at a Gallagher concert ah, for Christ's ah. sakes, but it was blood. Yeah, it was it was an eye opener. I remember driving all the way back to San Diego, like my eyes just wide open, like holy fuck! Like was it? Yeah. it was a traumatic experience. Crazy, right? Crazy. Yeah, like just seeing it's I, completely I, different than TV. It is, and like USA Boxing, the uh, the LBC local boxing chapter forty four is San Diego. They have a Facebook page, so if you're a fight fan, I would encourage you. And they do. Especially down where we are. Down off of Rio Drive is House of Boxing. Bound Boxing is over on 3rd Avenue in Chula Vista. Then there's a couple other local gyms here. And USA Boxing puts on shows. Holy shit, man. So fun. And that's, I mean, those are kids ranging in age from 12. I mean, we used to have little guys. 12 fighting to, you know, mid-20s. Uh, Julius Ballow, one of our guys, I, I mean, he'll he'll be an Olympian at some point, maybe in two years, so he's outstanding. But, yeah, um, what's the other goddamn place? Over in El Cajon, uh, Bomber, Bomber Academy, I think, is is his dad Jack Ballow's place. But, yeah, go out and support local amateur boxing, man. The USA boxing cards are fucking great. You know, it's funny because spring training should be in full swing right, right now. now. Right now, and they're nowhere close to spring no. training. And so for Padre Baseball, which is the only pro sport, real mm-hmm. pro sport here in San Diego, I don't want to argue with anyone else. I was going to put a tweet out, but it would drive people crazy about sports in San Diego keep me from having FOMO. You know, yeah, right? there's no fear of missing out no. when I don't go to a loyal game, a Seals game, a Goals Seals game, dancing. 1908, whatever that team is. I mean, there's nothing there that, that you go, oh, fuck, I wish I was there. It's, it's just yeah. never that way. But Padre baseball is different yeah. because it's baseball played at its highest level and it's Major League Baseball. And this is what you look forward to. And so many people I've seen that followed this show and, and are great, great fans of the Padres 
are disappointed because they lost their spring training tickets. And I understand you're getting your money back, but you made time yep. to reserve rooms to go out, support your team before the season starts, and it's not happening right now. What happened to this city as a, as a sports city? What I'm saying is, let's say the Padres season, what did you say was going to be delayed to? You and I agreed on the on the date. We said it would be, what, a three-week delay? Yeah, I think we said, we say April 15th? Something like that, yeah. around tax day, Jackie Robinson yeah. day. And you go, okay, let's say it goes even further. Like you as a as a sports fan, you mm-hmm. say, what what do you do? You know, you aren't yeah. a huge NBA guy. You're an NHL guy. Yeah. I'm an NBA guy, but my team sucks. Yeah. And you sit there and you say, what do the San Diego sports fans do? Because it is tough. I mean, if you're doing sports radio every day, it's really oh. fucking hard. But if you're a fan, you're like, fuck, man, I always use this for entertainment. This time of year is the time where the weather gets nice and I start seeing friends again that love the team that I love. You know, uh, there are so many of you that I've seen that have put money out yeah. already. And I'm like, God bless you. Like, hardcore. Because I didn't do it. And it was funny. I was thinking about it, Dave. Uh, we were downtown. We went, we went to Coronado yesterday. And so we'll usually cut through downtown, right, during the day. Just kind of get a feel for the vibe down there. We all love it. And so we circle by Petco Park. And it's always around this time of year where I'm looking at different promotional nights and buying single-game tickets. Yeah. And, (laughs) I mean, I get it. Used to be a lot cheaper, but they didn't have Machado and Tatis. That's the price of, of doing business, which is fine. I get it. And I'm all in. But I was like, dude, there's no chance I'm buying single-game tickets right now. I'm not doing anything. Now, for whatever reason, they have decided to move all giveaways to Wednesday night. Well, no more Saturday night giveaways. Saturday night used to be... That's smart, though. Be honest with you, that's a smart business decision. I got it, but if you're a parent, right? I mean... It gets a little bit challenging, but fuck it. Yeah. I, again, I'm not going to tell them. Uh, yeah, I'm not. They need to put asses in the seats on Wednesdays. Yeah, there's probably somebody writing letters to the editor. Now, God damn it. <laughs> I got my fishing hat. <laughs> fuck off. Like, it's their business. Whatever they had to do. They right? don't have to have any giveaway nights. What do you think of yeah. that? What do you think fuck of that? Fuck off, Earl. Fuck off, Earl. Dick. Yeah, go. Who cares? Half the giveaways. Sorry. Our shit. Yeah. You know, keep up. What are you going to do with it? Well, I have my plaid blanket. No, you don't. I have my paper thin beach towel. Oh, what a dork. <laughs> this shit sucks. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's all shit. Yeah. So uh, I have my player with their pet calendar. It's outstanding. Yay for you. Um, but, I mean, that's what we would do. We would go through, find certain nights. You buy yeah. those tickets, right? They used to mail them to you. It was cool. You put them on the fridge. Now everything's on your phone, so it's great. But I was just like, Dave, I think uh, I think every game this year that whatever we go to is going to be um, who's pitching, Yeah. where are we, Yeah. where can we sit, and how much. Yeah. And how much? And so I do it. I'll be honest with you. I do it like that exactly. Yeah. I don't know anyone. I don't have any friends or a wife that is into Padres season tickets or season tickets of any kind. It doesn't yeah. matter. No, I don't have anyone that's as dedicated that lives with me that's into it where I could say, hey, we're going to go buy 81 tickets. 
So I'll what I'll do it. is I'll go to a few games, but I'm going to go and I'm going to find a great seat. Yeah. And I'm going to look for the best pitch and matchup. And if I got a chance to see somebody that you normally don't see, like a DeGrom. Right. I'm fucking going. And that's that's where I'm going to spend my money. So instead of seeing five shitty games, I'm going to yeah. see one outstanding matchup. I'm kind of going to be about the same. Yeah. You know, two or three. And at some point you go, all right, that's kind of fun. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think Steve told me that he and Paul had like twenty five game package. Yeah, but for I think them, they did like Wednesdays, Fridays, Wednesday, Saturday, Friday. Sunday. Yeah, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. That's right. But now that works out great for those guys because the Wednesday afternoon games. Yeah. Shit, when we used to be able to go to those, outstanding, loved it. But now you go. Uh, schedule doesn't allow you to do that anymore, and so yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm at the point with the pods where it's awesome, but I'm like, yeah, five games. Yeah. Five games gets me covered and get to see a variety of different teams roll in and try to see, you know, Darvish and Clevenger and Snell. And then you're like, all right, that was pretty good. Are you, um now that I was just said, there's no Padre baseball. Your kids are in high school at Helix, a D1 mm-hmm. school. Would you go to high school baseball games and just spend time with your kids and, and watch the guys that they know? <laughs> it's pretty funny because we talked about, okay, find out when the basketball games are, find out when the wrestling meet is, right? Because they got buddies on both teams. We didn't go to one. Didn't go to one in the season's we didn't go over. To one. They're, um, they're both back in football, yeah, which is great. Jack was in from day one. Cade, it was about two weeks, and then he jumped back in. And so they're back in full bore with Good. with Helix football, which has been great. And then they're doing track in the afternoon, which is kind of wild. Good. Are they they're on the track team? Uh huh. Awesome. And so I mean I don't know they're doing the track off season workout, but smart. Yeah, and just like I was talking to them about it today and going, how's it going? Like that's ah, great. Like you know we're out there six fifteen in the morning, and we thought that was going to suck, but you get out there and all your buddies roll yeah. out, and then the coaches roll out and. Yeah, we run around, they're full-on workout and having a blast. Good. Love it. Yeah, like, man, taking the whole high school experience. Oh, completely. And I just said, for them, I said, it's different, man. I said, it's different. Yeah. Because in that school, that that's part of it, which is kind of funny, because now, I don't know how you feel Rancho Bernardo high school sports have been. It, I it's feel outstanding. Like Baseball has always been good, right? Because well, Sam Blaylock. It's it's outstanding. When um, it's funny b- between radio jobs, I was working with Nike. Okay. And, oh yeah. And Rancho Bernardo was our number one school. We, we right? turned Rancho Bernardo into a Nike school. So we, believe it or not, I used to drive from here to Rancho Bernardo all the time. Wow. And uh, it was by far number one, our number one school, the most profitable school. But Rancho Bernardo would win an average of seven CIFs a year. Isn't that amazing? They're that good in sports. The one thing they haven't done though is been great at football. Yeah. And so for Weddle to to go over is incredible because, as you mentioned, the baseball program, the basketball program's always been decent. The, the girls' sports wrestling are outstanding. Wrestling program's been good. Track, everything's good over there. And so the wrestling program always loses to Poway. Like, of, if you're a wrestler, you go does. to Poway. Yeah. But the deal is with, with Weddle going to Ranch Bernardo, now all of a sudden, if you're Brian Curry, you're like, holy shit, all the future guys are going to be Poway Titans will shoot over to Rancho Bernardo to go have a chance to play with Weddle. I wonder how that'll go. People didn't hear Eric announced that he will be an assistant coach for the 22 season. Yeah. And then they're handing the program over to him for 23. Yes. And it's, it's what 
I mean, Philip Rivers is doing the same thing, right? And yeah, that, but he's it, at a shitty school. Rivers, Rivers is at a real shitty school. Yeah. Yeah, uh, whereas Weddle's going to be at a very good school. But pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I mean, yeah. but, but it's that's a huge hire. Yeah. I mean, it is. So, if, again, you live in that area, whether you're Del Norte, you're, you're uh, Mount Carmel, you're, yeah. uh, you're fucking Poway, and now all of a sudden Rancho Bernardo where guys grab all the time, and you're yeah. going – there's something over here, you know? And so the, the coach that Ranch Bernardo had was was a decent coach. He just yeah. wasn't Eric Weddle. And now he's all in he's on staying, it. Yeah, because his son also played for Weddle's 12-year-old team. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So he's coaching this year and then walking away. He, no, he's coaching this year, then he'll become an assistant coach for Weddle. He's going to hold Weddle's hand this year in 2022. Okay. Weddle will take over the program as the head coach in 2023 and he'll remain as an assistant. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Could you do that? No, I couldn't do that. Dude, yeah. Once you once you've been a head coach, you're yeah. used to making the final decision. Yeah, like we have a game tomorrow. I literally have an assistant coach that has written to me the entire time with his lineup and his defense for tomorrow. And while we're talking, you and I, yeah. And I'm like, I already have it all printed out, ready to go. Yeah. Well, this is how I see it. I'm like, well, that's great. Well, great, good for you. <laughs> but it's it's one of those where yeah, when you you're used to making the final decision, and the reason is. If you're going to fail, you want to fail with your decision. I can Completely. sleep with myself at night knowing I thought this was the best uh, way to, to go about it. Completely. But if you listen to someone else and it fails, you're like, I should have listened to myself. There's a reason why I'm the head coach. And once you've been that guy, the decision maker, yeah, you don't want to give that up. No. That's why Kevin O'Connell said he's calling plays yeah. in Minnesota, even though he didn't call plays for the Rams because yeah. he was involved in all of it. And he hires Wes Phillips, Wade Sutton, to be the offensive coordinator, which is great. So they'll run a lot of what the Rams did. But the interesting thing will be what runs through Sean McVay's head yeah. on a third and 11. And what runs with the personnel that he has, yeah. right? When you have Stafford and Cup and Higby and maybe OBJ. And what runs through the head of Kevin O'Connell when you have Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. Yep. Jefferson, right? All yeah, of a sudden, there's a lot of talent. And that dipshit Cousins. Well, he and he knows Cousins well. Had him yeah. in Washington. So, yeah, but yeah, when Kevin said he's calling plays, you're like, you're absolutely calling yeah. plays. You're the guy. You're ready exactly. for it. If you're ready for a head coach, you're ready to do it. Yes. Win or, win or die, uh, or win or lose, it's all on him. No, and that's, that's the way you can sit there and justify it if you get blown out. Well, fuck right. it. Right. You know what? Yeah, I, I delegated it. too much, and I should have probably done what I'm good at. Yeah. No uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. You just kind of went for it. So, yeah, good for him. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's, it's exciting all the way around. I, the reason I asked if you're going to do something with with your kids in, in, in lieu of Padre baseball, mm. it's a good program. You know, you have yeah. a good program. There's something to do. Your kids like baseball. You like hanging out with them. But what time are those games? Three o'clock, four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, but I'm, in the first month of the year, though, they play at 1030 on Saturdays. Oh, that's fun. You know what I mean? You have a chance to, to yeah, that's if fun. you're looking for something to do on the weekend with your kids, you got a chance to uh, to watch. We play Helix this year. You do? Yeah. You're going to come out and, uh, Fucking and, and right against us? And chuck eggs at you. <laughs> scream, scream terrible things at me. Yeah. You asshole. <laughs> you juicing out there, 17? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, fine. Come on, Blue. Come on, Blue. I went to a uh, Madison Eastlake game today. Yeah, to watch it was it was packed with, with tons of people. It was a good time. It was fucking freezing, but it was a it was a good time. We because uh, we faced both those teams this year, and I was like, well, there's a chance to to kind of yeah. to get a scouting report. 
but I'm looking at Madison High School. Madison's yeah. kind of, they're right in the middle of San Diego. Yeah. Everybody knows. You can they're right grab, over by us. Yeah, you can grab from all over. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. And like the shitload of kids that are my neighbors are playing for Madison. Really? And, you know, and you're going, okay, what the hell? But you see this all the time in high school sports. And I'm looking at these kids and I'm like, these fuckers are like my size. Yeah. You know, they're huge. Yeah. And then I look over at my team who I told you guys got to go to the game and watch. And I look at my team. We look like we're five years younger than Crazy, they are. right? Yeah. It's what, uh, that's what the football was like. Now, I do the same thing at every game, whether my kids are in the game or not. I yeah. always go far away. I just kind of hang in the corner. I watch the game. I have fun. Yeah. I cheer for whatever kids I know. And then I get out. Yeah. And I just... I don't know. Like last year was different. It was great because my buddy Kyle Outlaw came out, Paul Vaden came out, you came out. Um and so that was really, really cool to go and just hang with your buddies because they got it. But for the most part, a lot of the road games, I never sat with the other parents. Yeah. I just went and, and hung out because I don't get involved in any of that shit. I, I don't yeah. I, I just I like going out and and I got to know the coaches. Um, they were awesome, so I was cheering for them, offense, defense, and you get to know a bunch of the kids. So, yeah, that was a blast for me. So, no, I don't know how much I'll go to that, but with them, uh, with football being back in the fall, I'm looking forward to it. Dude, we play you guys, okay, coming up Baseball? real soon. Baseball, March 7th, Monday. It's a Monday. You're going to be out. Will your kids come over and, uh, and oh, check yeah. it out? Okay. March 7th at Helix? At Helix. It's oh, a, yeah. It's a Monday. Yeah, what time's the game? 3 o'clock. Oh, yeah, I'll tell them. Okay. Uh, they might be in uh, track, Dave. Okay. But if they're not in track, I'll tell them to go yeah, over. They start heckling me, dude. I'm going to have them ejected. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? I never hear shit. People always go, do you hear that? I, go, I never hear anything. No, you're too focused. Yeah, I don't that anything. would be great. Just get those two. Get my two godsons thrown out of here. Those two idiots. They think it's so funny. They just want to sit on the bench. Oh, my gosh. Shoot double bubble. Helix won today, 16 to 1. Who'd they beat? Beat the shit out of modern day. The school right over here. Goddamn right they did. <laughs> Mouth breathers. <laughs> Don't we have a buddy that has a kid that goes to modern day? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, good. Holy cow. Like 16 to 1 is something Jimmy else. Jimmy Cricket. Who was pitching there? Jesus Christ. I don't know, man. Oh, boy. That's not good. No, I'm not. They're kids. What are we doing? I can't uh, make fun of those some kids. Some of them are 18. Some are adults. I, <laughs> I got it. But no. I don't know. Modern day, that surprise shows me that, hey, Helix might be pretty good this year then. Because I honestly got it. I don't think modern day was supposed to have a bad year. 16-1 is amazing. Did you watch any of the uh, All-Star game? I did. I watched the whole All-Star weekend. Um, I'll be honest with you. This is a lifetime NBA fan. It was the worst All-Star weekend in history. Really? It was. Uh, the, the slam dunk contest was brutally bad. I heard it was really bad. Your guy, Carl Anthony Towns, wins a three-point contest. That's great. Okay, he's a good. Who else was in it with him? Like Luke Kennard from the Clippers. I mean, yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't what you want to see. I mean, he still puts up yeah. the points. I mean, you got to put up the points to win it. There are two outstanding things that happened um, in the All-Star game this weekend. Okay. okay. It, number one was Steph Curry was insane. Yes. Okay, you saw it. I didn't know yeah, if you saw, I saw it. saw part of that. that. Steph Curry was insane, and that was a lot of fun. The halftime show was the best part. I've got they, that recorded. Okay. And they're going to introduce all 75 guys, and so... They go through it, and a lot of people obviously want Larry Bird didn't show up, but he's on camera waving like a Zoom call, and so yeah. was Carl Malone and different guys like that. But the guy who showed up that I don't think anyone realized was going to show up was Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's because Michael Jordan's doing NASCAR shit, and, yeah. and all of a sudden, here comes Jordan, the last guy that comes out. 
And for the first time I've ever noticed, Jordan looked like he had a good time being around those players. Like That's cool. One thing about Jordan, Jordan always was competitive, even in retirement. Yeah. I mean, his Hall of Fame speech was a fuck you to everybody. Yeah. And then he went out and he was talking to everybody. LeBron James says it's the first time in his career he ever talked to Jordan. Yeah, I wonder, Dave. Not, think, not, you know what I mean? Like a yeah. real conversation. Think about it. LeBron James has been around 20 years and people saying you're the next Jordan. And yet him and Jordan had never had a full discussion until this weekend? I don't know. It's just question asked for me. I wonder if Kobe's passing changes the way he looks at things, right? Like maybe all of a sudden you better. And for the for the phrase that we say a lot of, don't leave opportunity on the table. Yeah. Like where you look at that and you go, fuck, man, I can't. Like I, I saw Shaq's five-minute thing. Where he thanked everyone that helped him. That was really cool, was right? And, and he talked about Kobe. And, and right, and you yeah. go, man, anytime, I mean, I'm in Staples Center a lot. Anytime you're in there and you look up at those numbers yeah. or, or went to a Laker game this year, you look down at that floor and you think about, man, in this building, so much different magic that he was a part of. But I, I don't know, just a guess by me, but I wonder if that plays a part in it where you start looking around and you go, yeah. shit, man, I, I may not get a chance to see these guys one way or the other, so take advantage of the moment. I hope that's the case. You know, he said one thing to Magic was one of the clips they were showing on Sports Center. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it, but he said, "Put the shoes on right now. We'll play one on one." And told Jordan, told, Jordan uh, told Magic, and everybody's laughing except Jordan. Like everyone in the group is laughing their asses off. Yeah, and then Jordan's face is dead serious. No, I'm serious. We'll play right now. Like I'm gonna beat your ass right fucking now. <laughs> Dude, it was so great of greatest, that he never man. turns it off on being competitive. Right. That's why he's the man. Yeah, he's the man. It was it was really cool to watch. But when you watch it, you're going to go, all right, this is pretty neat. And at first, I'm like, yeah. they're going to introduce all 75 fucking guys, are they? Yeah. And they did, and it wasn't boring. It was, it was exciting. Right, they're all, the way all through. amazing. They're all amazing. Yeah. And there's so many guys who said they got emotional because they were kids. Like LeBron yeah. said, I'm 12 years old, and I'm going with my friends. I wanted to be that guy. You know, yeah. I saw Dave Bing who played with the, the Detroit Pistons. This is before my time, your time. But Magic will say he's the reason he wanted to be a pro. Crazy, And he's right? in that room. Yeah. And you just go, and how many guys in that room wanted to be a pro because of some other guy in that room? Yeah. It was really fucking cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll be watching yeah. that. The slam sure. dunk contest was like, almost killed the slam dunk contest. Yeah. It was, it was that Such terrible. A drag. It was so bad and so boring and so terrible. And, and I'll be honest with you, uh, your guy, Zach Levine, and Aaron Gordon ruined it a few years ago. They right. were so good. So great. The guys were yeah. just like, I can't match up to no, that. No, you can't. And anyone wants to tell you, man, when I was a kid and I saw Dominique and Jordan, those dunks sucked. In 1988, yeah. compared to what these guys can do today, they, they, they were terrible. But those two guys, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, the best slam dunk contest yeah. of all time. They got to figure out a way. The league has to do something. Like the NHL did something really cool this year and took – like, the skills contest was pre-taped, yeah. but it was out on location, like, around Vegas and did a lot of, like, Vegas-themed uh, things. And yeah. uh, now, of course, I'm talking about it. I didn't see it. But the people that did were like, oh, that pumped a lot of life into it, right? Like, do different things, kind of tear it up and, and rebuild it. And, like, do things at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if you're in Cleveland, right? Do different kind of things to incorporate it. So you're you're good to go. Yeah, you got to pump a little life into it. No, That's you, something the fans yeah, love. Absolutely do. The other big thing happened this week, and I don't know if you caught it. Was John Howard in Wisconsin? Did How about that? that? That was that was wild. Yeah, that, and there's so many things that go around, and and you sit there and you watch it. I watched it 80 times at least, 
Because I thought he threw a full closed fist punch. Well, I felt better about him thinking that he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was kind of like, get out of here. It you was. looked like a guy trying to grab a towel from the shower <laughs> and grab it off the rack. NBA was, guys can't fight. Basketball no, players are the worst that fighters. Was, that was pathetic. <laughs> it, was, it was pathetic. And you, mean, you sit there and you look at it and you go, okay, well, what's the punishment going to be? Yeah. If, what, what what would you think? You're a Big 12, you're a big, big 10 fan. What well, would the punishment be? Well, the only thing that I've seen so far is one game for not having a mask on. Did they Have they dropped the other hammer on for the fight? That It's coming. Like the people, Some people are saying he needs to be fired. Our buddy Man. Kurt Krenchmeyer from Fox Sports is saying he needs to be fired immediately. I don't think he gets fired. I could see him getting suspended for the rest of the year and go yeah. to the tournament or maybe even the, even the tournament. But it's tough to sit there and go, you're getting fired. I think both guys should get something. Right. Because the Wisconsin guy, number one, did put his hand on him first. Yes. Grabs his arm. Yeah. And he's like, wait a second. What's going on now? It's not a reason to throw a punch. But at the same time, you, you can't sit there and do this in these major universities. You no. Can, you just can't. Even if it was here in San Diego State, you go, what the fuck is our coach doing? So it, it's a timeout, Dave. And and I saw that the Wisconsin coach was saying that he wanted to give his, I mean, they're up by what, 14? Yeah, with yeah. 15 seconds ago, yeah. he's trying to make it out like he doesn't want his kids to get embarrassed by by what? You're going to win by 12? Yeah. Like, uh, fuck's the problem here, kid. Baldy. And uh, it was a fuck you. It was a fuck it you was. to Michigan. Yeah. And that's what he claimed. And then. Jawan kind of walks away and then comes in, and then the guy from Wisconsin grabs the elbow. I mean, the guy from Wisconsin's the instigator, in my opinion, two different ways. And having lived in Minnesota, I can tell you, anybody from Wisconsin's a fuckhead. They're, they all wish they were from the Twin Cities. They're all a bunch of dumb shits, uh, right? And and it was proven there, proven oh, right there. Were you surprised or not surprised that so many people made it about race? Uh, I, I don't, see, I didn't go. I didn't go there. No, you didn't. But were you surprised? Did you watch any of, of like the so-called experts talk about no. it? No, it was race from Wisconsin towards Michigan. It was it was, it was race towards Jawan Howard. It was vice versa, and you're just going, man. These are the times we live in. Wow. That, that well, I don't first know the Wisconsin people, coach, so I w- I wouldn't know if I if I knew more about him, maybe but, I'd look at that. But no, that's no, not the people it. who made the argument back weren't saying because Jawan Howard is black that they called a timeout. It was it was it was obviously a Michigan Wisconsin thing. It was a sure. school thing, and the coaches didn't make it about race. It's the people that have an opinion on one side or the other made it about race. But are they saying that the Wisconsin coach disrespected yes. Jawan by grabbing his arm? And because and the punishment is completely different on who's right and who's wrong because of either white or black. Wow! And you're going, man. These are these are the times that that we live in. I have a, a buddy of mine. A friend, you know him too. A friend of ours. He's, he's, I'm not going to say his name because he's not a. Someone everyone else would know, but a guy you know very well, mm-hmm. who told me last week, he said, things are in such disarray right now as a, as a country. He goes, he goes, I went out and bought my first gun. Really? Yeah. Said he went out and bought his first gun. Well, and, I'd shoot and, my toe and, off. And he said, say that again? I'd shoot my toe off. <laughs> <laughs> toe off. And, he's, and I said, really? You bought a gun? And, and not saying it's not bad to have a gun, but if you knew this guy, this guy probably shouldn't have a gun. Yeah. Like he tells me, he constantly has the gun next to his bed. Practices grabbing the gun out of the oh, safe, boy. jumps on the mattress, points it at the door, oh, has the flashlight on the gun. Our mutual friend who who handles guns a lot told him, I don't like the flashlight on top of the gun. No. He goes, the people know where, where the bullets are coming from. <laughs> like They're yeah. going to shoot you first. But he said he went out and bought a gun because of, he said he just feels like the country's completely 
uh, taken such a big backseat in race relations over over the last four or five years that he bought a gun. Well, he's going to break the lamp. He's going to shoot the lamp. Or Aunt Millie's <laughs> ashes up on the fireplace. <laughs> going to do something. But yeah. it, but um, anyway, I, I was I can't say I was surprised when I'm watching ESPN and I'm watching Fox yeah. Sports and I'm looking at all the the national shows talk about it, but. I was like, this is a basketball thing. Like, this is something could have happened between Helix and Grossmont of did calling a timeout that pissed off a coach. Did we have everybody in the local media come out and say that it was not a race thing like it was last yeah. week when they celebrated the best halftime show ever? I swear to God, this is the best. No race issues with me. Can't speak about that guy over there. Man, I loved it. 50 of the whitest people you've ever seen. <laughs> Just bang, 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 bang. Hey, hey, hey. Wow. Outstanding. I could do that all day. Let me get these earplugs out and send my, send my tweet real quick. Because I'm cool. I get it. Now, oh, fuck. Now, I just looked at it and said two shitty Big Ten teams. Yeah. When it happened at the fucking barn, Williams Arena, I'll tell you that. Jawan pulls that shit. You tell him you got two ways to leave here, Jawan. We either throw you out, we carry you out. Which way is it going to be? How you're fucking leaving here. Jawan used to come on our show. Do you ever remember? No. You did, <laughs> did I have his number on my phone right now? <laughs> he he used to come on at 1090 well, all the time. Ask him you want to call him? Yeah. Who the fuck taught you how to Where throw do you get off? Want me to say that? Start it off that way? <laughs> throw that terrible punch. My God. Embarrassing. Yeah. Glenn Rice. Chris <laughs> Weber. That's what I said. I go. Defense should be his PTSD from Chris Weber calling timeouts. Yeah. He doesn't do good with timeouts. No. Was a, <laughs> what was that? What are you throwing there, Jawan? Oh my gosh. Come on. He was doing great there, and now their their record's not so no, good. No, it's not but, so good. I love that he's back there coaching. That's cool. And, and Jalen Rose and everyone was so excited to get there. He he is a super nice guy. It, when he was on the air with us, you loved him. You just don't remember him ever coming on, but he did. He's oh, uh, terrible to join us a lot. Yeah, I think he was with the Miami Heat at the time when he come. Yeah, he used to come uh, on. Yes. Why? Yeah. Did we, why the fuck were we putting him on I, at ten ninety? Yeah, ten ninety. We had him on a lot. We did. Yeah, it sounds crazy, but we did. We had him on. Uh, that's right. Well, I I don't blame him for being pissed. I don't blame him for being pissed about the timeout. Yeah. And then he was trying to take the high road, and that guy grabs him. Yeah. I wish you would have thrown a better right hand, but fuck, I, I don't blame Jawan. Yeah. This guy's to fight, I'm telling you. Maybe they a week, you get suspended. He shouldn't get suspended. I say he gets at least five. I say he gets five games. Five games? I say Wisconsin yeah. gets one, he gets five. Yeah. That's just my guess, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry is, again, the guy that's going to help you out, find the perfect place. You heard Jeff just say this weekend he was downtown. I know you're downtown because you're looking at those apartment buildings. Yep. You're looking to see where you're moving. Like, Brian Curry will help Jeff out. He can help you out as well. He's really good at what he does. He's the best real estate guy in San Diego, more than 25 years experience. He knows San Diego County better than anyone else. Help him help, let him help you find the perfect home and get the most money for the home you currently have. His number is 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Yeah, it's crazy, man. The, the housing market, the lack of inventory that's out there and available has really jammed up the ability for people to buy a new home or they're just running in and the homes that go for sale are going above market price. So yeah, you need help on your side, whether you're trying to buy 
or whether you're looking to sell, to know what the market is and what you can get, and nobody can help you with it better than Brian. Yeah, Dave, I, I was just saying to my kids, it kind of circles back to how we started, right? That in a couple of years, uh, three years, they're going to be looking at college. Yeah. And for me, like hanging around in La Mesa, where I'm like, oh, this is where we used to go and hang out. I, I told them, I go, guys, I think I'm going downtown. You should. And they're like, oh, shit, we love downtown. They they dig it down there. Yeah. And you, you go and, and start everything up fresh. So, yeah. yeah, when that time's right, Brian Curry will be my guy. And no matter what neighborhood it is for you, whether you're looking to buy or sell, uh, give Brian a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Again, if it doesn't have a pool, and even if it does have a pool, Alan Taylor can make your pool even better. Nothing like starting brand new. Alan Taylor's been doing pools in San Diego for more than 20 years. Taylor made pools. The only people to call new construction on commercial and residential, full remodels on commercial and residential, new equipment and repairs. But the thing that separates him from everybody else, he comes up with designs that are absolutely amazing. Stuff you've never seen before that you can have in your backyard. I also ask about the available financing. Taylor made pools. Alan Taylor is great at what he does. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Talked about the fact weather is going to change for the next couple of days, but then it will bounce back to being warm. And while today it was a little overcast and chilly, man, the weather on Saturday was great. The weather yesterday was great. And wouldn't it have been perfect? I mean, I'm thinking about the last week, right, for Super Bowl when we had that heat spell come through. Imagine anything nicer than just being able to barbecue and have a pool uh, just going out, having a pool party, or even on these kind of nights right now where it's kind of cold out, man, fire up that jacuzzi and go out and take care of that. No matter what you want, Alan and his guys can build it for you. Let them get a look at that backyard and then work with you on the perfect pool for your area. And that 3D technology, David, so great because you can get the vision for what your backyard's going to look like before the first shovel ever goes in the ground. Call TaylorMade Pools. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. And don't forget about Dan Williams. Borrow Smart 2-Minute Tuesday. Again, tomorrow, we'll give you a free video. Understanding your cost of debt, as Dan Williams will explain to you, a way to save money, make your money work for you. It's time to get out of debt. He wants to make you debt-free. Also wants to help you get out of the rental market because you're throwing your money away. Own your own home. Dan Williams can do so much for you. Make sure that you give Dan a call. He's great at what he does. It's going to be one of the smartest calls you make. 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. You know, Dan brings so much joy to San Diego. I, I don't think it's much to ask for all of us to kind of keep Dan in your thoughts. You can only imagine the pain as a bullshit Lions fan to watch your quarterback, Matthew Stafford, get out of that shithole organization, come to L.A. and just absolutely thrive. And then all of a sudden be like, oh, my God, look at that. I'm being fitted for a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> and I tried to show support by saying, hey, no wonder you're celebrating Fred Belitnikoff as a player because here's a picture of your favorite quarterback, Bobby Lane, and he appears to be throwing the ball underhanded. And, boy, that just got me shouted at. I think Medi owes me an apology. Dan owes me more than that. He might owe me a bottle of champagne. I could give less of a shit what two Lions fans think. My God, they've suffered through their entire life. Now the good I'm thing shocked is, we know two Lions fans. I know three. I know uh, four. Do you really? Yeah, my buddy Randy and my buddy Shell. That's the craziest shit of all time. Oh, those poor bastards. 
Lumball. But my God. <laughs> Got to be a little better decision making. Now, speaking of that, Dan yeah. may not make the best decisions with his football team. But I'm proud to say that does not carry over to the decisions he'll help you make financially. It has worked incredibly well for me, incredibly well for the refinance that we did for our condo, and it can work for you as well. Give Dan a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. And also your website is very important right now. What's your website doing for you if it's not working the way it should? Maybe it's time to rebuild it. Maybe you need a professional to look at it and tell you why it's failing. Kyle Fluger can do that for you. 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Yes, so many uh, different websites are hitting the mark, but unfortunately for everyone that is hitting the mark, there's 10 more that isn't. And which side of the ledger do you fall on? Is your website performing like you need it to, or is it underachieving? Well, if it's underachieving, make sure that you let Kyle Fluger come in and help you out, get those numbers up where you want them. Before we get to uh, today's uh, celebrity birthdays, a buddy of mine said something fun to me today. He said to me, he goes, hey, when you walking your dog at 6 in the morning? And I go, yeah. yeah. I go, I was walking my dog at 6. I walk my dog at between 6 and 7 every day. And he goes, yeah, I saw you. And I said, where were you going? He goes, I was going to Humul Casino. Oh! And uh, he goes, I saw, you, I saw you walking your dog. And he goes, then I saw you later on. I go, well, I was only walking for one hour. What are you talking about? No, he goes, I went to Humul, lost all my money. And I saw you at the end. Wow, that was quick. Think, think about it. It's, a, it's like a 15, 20-minute drive. Yeah. He had time to drive all the way there, lose his money, come back, and caught me on the back end all within one hour. Lost God all damn, his money. That's a rough morning. <laughs> I go, what were you doing? He goes, oh, my wife was out of town. I thought I could make some extra cash while she was gone. Because I lost it all in one hour. Shit, there. Uh... <laughs> what, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my sons and their mom are going to Guatemala in a couple of weeks yeah. for two weeks. Uh, no offense to people at Hamul Casino, but I'll probably just be hanging out with Diego <laughs> watching uh, Succession. I don't think you'll see me out at Barona losing everything. <laughs> All right, how old are they and how much are they worth? We're going February 20th because I thought we were doing the show yesterday. Okay. And I'm lazy and I feel like looking up the shows today or the birthdays today. Okay. We have two people no longer with us. Sidney Poitier. Oh, the man. Dude, I've never seen a film he was in. Come ever. on. Never have. The man. Uh, I, the funniest one is the one that he was in with Tom Berenger. Yeah. And I think River Phoenix is in it. And my buddy Boom and I laughed forever because they were chasing these bad guys. And the bad guys, like up in the hills, there ain't no elevators up there, mister. That's what Tom Berenger and Sidney Poitier is like, what? <laughs> yeah, okay. Pretty aware of that. Um I'm gonna say he would have been eighty-eight. Ninety-five. No shit. Yeah, ninety-five. Uh forty million. Twenty million dollars. That's a lot of money. Uh, it's not like he was in something recently. You no, know what I mean? No. Well, yeah, he's ninety-four when he passed away. Here's one interesting, and I, and I literally spent Saturday night reading up on him, even though I'm a fan of his music, is Kurt Cobain. And, oh, I, and wow. I spent like an hour just reading about Kurt Cobain, which I thought was fascinating. Uh, I'll say 53. 55. 55. 27 when he died. Fuck. Okay. And, and I didn't realize, oh, here's just a couple quick things. Okay. Nine years old, his parents divorced. He, his whole personality changed at nine. He didn't yeah. handle it well at all. He's disappointed both his parents for, he was embarrassed, he said. Wow. And you think, well, you know, a lot of people get divorced. But yeah. he didn't handle it well. Then he 
didn't want to associate with the people, so he told everybody he was gay. Because he really? said people would leave him alone if he said he was gay. Fuck. And then, uh, and then uh, he, he went on, and obviously the music and everything else, but Kurt Cobain, I mean, I think for you and I, we yeah. remember almost like where we were. I was at KSDO. Yeah, and I was Ken, at 91X. And Ken Yearwood, who was, you know, in his 40s at the time doing news. Yeah. Fucking A, man. Talk about a guy who nailed it yeah. for the tribute for Kurt Cobain because he and I had worked a couple of weeks, like the earlier one, when something had happened and then Cobain survived. Yeah. But then this one, there's always been that theory like, did he kill himself or was he murdered? Right? But yeah, it was at KSTO, 5050 Murphy Canyon Road. And uh, I'll always remember that day, man. Yeah, Ken Yearwood was our news guy. Fucking was amazing. Um, so there are two numbers here. The number he had when, what he was worth when he passed. Oh, okay. And the number he's worth now. Oh, I'll say 8 million. When, when he, he passed. When he passed. And I'll say 100 million now. 50 million when he passed. Wow. 450 million now. Holy shit. Right? Really? Yeah. Wow. Pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, that's cool. Cindy Crawford. Uh, Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Yeah, you said Sydney Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Okay, but I'm saying you said Sydney. No, Cindy. Definitely sound like those. Yeah, <laughs> it's I was like, like Steve Hartman. What was the one Hartman kept fucking up? Oh my God, that was great. Yeah, I know. That's well, what I feel like right now. I feel like I said Cindy. Yeah. You said I said Sydney. Sydney. Cindy. Yeah. No, you got it now. <laughs> no, you got it right the last four times. Oh, fuck, dude. How? What was the name? Do you remember? No, but oh, he fuck. could not get it together. Oh, oh, shit. Shit, that was great. What am I saying? That's what I'm saying. What am I? What do you think I'm saying? What do you mind saying? Dude, With it was, Costa? Yeah, it went on forever. It was so fucking funny to me. Might be the best thing those two ever did. Yeah. God, we should text Mike and ask him what fucking name is. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say she's 55. 56. 56, and I'm going to say uh, 400 million. 225, it says. God damn. Yeah. How about How that? have we never had a... Uh, God, now you're in Sydney Crawford pool. Now you're in my head. I almost said Sydney. <laughs> All right? That's great. All right. Uh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley... Uh, 58. 59. This is one of my favorite scenes. The office is on right now. Yeah. This is one of my favorite scenes where Will Ferrell's eating the cake. Fuck what what am I doing? I don't need the cake. I had it for lunch. And he throws it in the trash. What the fuck? <laughs> he keeps cutting giant pieces of cake eating with his hands and just th keeps throwing them in the trash. Uh, dude, that redhead girl? Yeah. God, not, not, uh, what's the girl's name? Angela? Not Angela. Oh, fuck. The one, the Dude, he goes, one. He just pulls yeah. it off. That <laughs> <laughs> was so stupid. So you don't tough. need it, Angela. You had cake for lunch. Just keeps, oh, no. Just keeps ruining the cake. Yeah. All right. Uh, Charles Barkley, how much is he worth? Uh, I said 58. 50, uh, I thought you said that was his age. Yeah, that's right. 59. 59, and I'll say uh, 40 million. $50 million. Wow, okay. Okay, last one, but I had to add it on here just because I thought it was fascinating. It was Ivana Trump. Oh, wow. Ivana's the mom, right? Yes, exactly. Shit, 70? 73. And I'll say 100 million. $100 million, exactly. Hello. How tall do you think she is? Oh, like that, 5'8". Five 5'11". Five God damn. Yeah, big oh. drink of water. Big drink of water. 
All right, here we go. Five random questions. We'll get the fuck out of here. All right. Who knows the most secrets about you? Uh, I like that. Do you think you're like, I don't think I'm a secret guy. No. Like, no. You, you, are you a secret guy? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't but, think you are. I've known you as long yeah, as anybody. Yeah. Anybody listens to this stupid show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Open book. Yeah, fuck. Um, I don't know. I would think my, my kids know a lot because I always tell stupid stories and they like it. But probably my friend Laura. Oh, yeah. I'd say Laura would be a good guess. Yeah, Laura knows probably everything. That's a good one. Which is fine. It's all right. She forgets shit easy, so <laughs> I'm all right there. Who knows the most for you? I would be, I guess it's Rita or Josh. I don't, yeah. I don't have any secret. Honest to God, I don't. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing anyone I think could say that I'd go. Hey, you're supposed to keep that a secret. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. No, I don't have anything. I know. It kind of makes you feel boring, right? It, it's boring, but at the same time, it's one where you don't have to worry about keeping up something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, fuck. This is hush hush. You know, like you're worried someone's going to rat you out. So in the uh, in the new issue of LA Magazine, who's the guy? Dave, the guy, the rapper that got killed at when Snoop Dogg was performing, the Draco, you know that dude? No, he just got know. killed like a couple of months ago. Okay, and so this this reporter is telling this story and how they hung out and the whole thing and all this different shit that's going on. Pretty good article. He's reading it, going, "Yeah, no, that's never happened in my life." <laughs> None of it, none of it from a reporting standpoint, none of it from a living standpoint. Like, all right, well, that's pretty good. But yeah, yeah, no, I think that's it. All right, when you pass, do you want to be buried or cremated? Very funny you said that. Um, we're actually, family's doing it now. Uh, fuck. What do you mean family's doing it now? Oh, well, I, I have uh, family members that are setting up their, oh. their last will and testament. Yeah. Um. I think cremated. I think that'll be it. Me too. Yeah. No one's going to come see my goddamn tombstone. No. You know what? It's, 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 it. it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very strange. I mean, as a kid, I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to be cremated. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, I can't do it, deal with an MRI. Like, I also Dude, don't want to be. I went through it. I told yeah. you. I was hyperventilating. I, I don't want to be in a coffin. I don't want to no. be in the ground. And then at the same time, you aren't aware of anything. But then I have, I have a cousin of mine whose dad passed and left his ashes to him. Yeah. And it goes, dude, they've been in the closet for 25 years by right. shoes. Yeah, I could, don't do that no. to me. No, you don't want to be on a shelf somewhere. No. Well, I thing is, I, I don't know. It's funny, when, when Jake passed, I, I talked to a bunch of people about what do you do with ashes. Yeah. And every one of them said you return them to the ground, that you're supposed to return your ashes to the ground so, in some, oh, like in some okay. form. Now, I still have a bunch of ashes. There are different things I've thought about doing with them. I did, did do one where obviously I've hinted around that I dumped him in left field at yeah. Dodger Stadium, which I did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, time has passed a little bit, but I did. But I have I have a bunch left, and I just don't know what I would do with them. And every time I What I if wherever out, he is right now, he's just walking with a severe limp? Yeah, because I didn't t take care of enough ashes? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking dad. Yeah, come on, what are you doing? Fuck. Yeah. I, fucking limping? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, bring this crutch everywhere. He won't put me on the fucking ground. <laughs> Hey, hey, Jake, we're going water skiing. You want to go? Fucking can't. My dad's got me on that fucking shelf next to Sugar. She can't go either. <laughs> Sugar's not on the same shelf. She's in, his, she? she's in his room. She's in his room on his nightstand. Ah, oh, fuck. But like, it, I can't even see my, my dog. Have, my, yeah, my wife would have let me put the, the dog next to Jake. Thought it wasn't right. 
What the fuck? They were like best friends. They were. That's what I've thought about dumping his ashes along the route they used to take when he would walk her every day. Yeah. There's so many different laws, by the way, on on what you can do. You know, on, yeah. on ashes. Um, like, there's so many people who play golf. Just dump them on a golf course. But dude, it's against the law to do that too. Yeah, I uh, I told my kids uh, Aztec Park in La Mesa. Okay. Because that's that we we're there. Yeah. Uh, that's against the law too. We we're there today. Yeah. It's fucking great. Like, yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you shouldn't yeah. give a shit. You shouldn't. Yeah, I'm dead. What yeah. What's the consensus in your family? Are they want to be cremated or buried? I almost made a joke. I was like. I'm not saying anything. Good, good. Oh, I do have something to bring up. Hang on. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I don't know for all of them. I don't know for all of them. But, yeah, cremated. Cremated. And then, just, yeah, do whatever you want. Put me anywhere. Just don't put me in the water like your fish food. My mom. That'd suck. <laughs> my mom and dad bought four plots, okay? Yeah. They bought for my mother, my father, and for my sister and her first husband. Yeah. Well, they got divorced. So yeah, we that, just passed that over. So that, that's not happening. So my my mother says to me as we're burying my dad a few years ago, hey, do you want these two spots in, in Nashville? Yeah. Dude, it's in the worst neighborhood. I mean, right. people are literally were selling crack right outside the cemetery. And I said, fuck no, I don't want to be here for the rest, the rest yeah. of eternity. I go, I'm only coming back here one more time, and that's when I put you in the ground. I don't 100% don't yeah. want to come back here. What would I my- be doing there? My grandparents, that's why we're talking about it. My, yeah. my grandparents, back in a small town in Minnesota, bought plots for everybody. My dad's like, fuck no. My dad wants to be in L.A. Yeah. And so my sister and I are like, all right, we'll take care of it. But that was funny as shit. I yeah. could see you or your dad picking that, like, the, what's the famous one, like Forest Lawn? That's exactly where he wants yeah, to go. Yeah, I could see that. So want to be with, like, Joe DiMaggio, Marilyn well, Monroe, whatever. There, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. But there's a shitload of famous And he knows, there. and that's the thing. My dad said, he goes, I know Jeff's up here all the time. And he's like, I'll make it easy on him. Yeah. I'll go where that. So I told my sister today, because we we're talking about it, she goes, all right, well, here's, you know, he's got X amount of money. And I said, I'll take care of it. I'll get him as close to Jerry Buss as I can for that dough. <laughs> you can put him next to Richie Valens in the Valley. Uh, no, he wants to go there. I should put him next to Ronnie James Dio, because they probably hung out together at the Rainbow. <laughs> I got to look that up. How much do you think it is to be buried there? I have no idea. Hopefully it has to be a ton, dude. Hopefully it's 20 years from now, but yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? I want to get somebody on. Dude, you know, it's a crazy story down here, and I've never figured it out. What? Uh, we watched that 48 hours the other night. Which one? On that Maya uh, Maletti, the girl from down here. The, yeah. yeah the, dude, what the three. fuck is Chula Vista PD doing? They won't talk to anybody. They won't say anything. Dude, we've always had good relationships with Chula Vista PD. Yeah. Boy, they looked horrible on that show the other night, Dave. Terrible. That fucking weasel husband of hers. Yeah. And the neighbors were cool. And that guy that, dude, I want to get that private investigator in here. He was pretty good, man. He was pretty good telling stories about that. But, dude, they got to find where she is, right? Let her rest in peace. That's fucking awful. And Chula Vista PD. Yeah. Sorry, man. I like all you guys. That boy, they they should be embarrassed. That was they've handled this thing really, really poorly. There's so many. Obviously, you know, there's so many different stories around it. You know, obviously, they need to protect themselves as as things go through. And but she lived where? She lived about three miles from here. Her kids were in my wife's schools. Fuck. You know, I mean, there's stuff I know that I can't talk about. Do it. 
I'm not 100% say not. It right so now. my wife just gets fired? You fucking say it. <laughs> okay. Well, don't where be, did you get your information? Don't be a big bitch. Yeah, every week I got to see you. HR wants to talk to you. Oh, shit. What All the right. fuck are you doing? Yeah. All right. Don't say it. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. No, you don't want that going on. But yeah, that PI, dude, that's a crazy story. We gotta yeah. they gotta find her and and get closure for that family, man. That was a heartbreaking story the other night. It sure is. It is. All right. Let's finish this up. Have you ever had a nickname? Uh yeah. You did? Oh yeah. Uh it's always just been it was just uh it was always just J D. Yeah. I was just it because coaches couldn't say my last name. Did oh, you have one? Funny. Yeah, Diablo, unfortunately. Oh, Diablo. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and, and Horton and I call you Plate all yes, the time. Yes, I get too. Plate. Yeah. I had oh, a yeah, college right. roommate who, who always thought I was tall. He'd call me Stilt. Stilt. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's very funny. And by the way, uh, Kenyatta yeah. sound those goddamn JD is mean shirts. Yeah. are so great. <laughs> My son was wearing it yesterday. Was yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It. It's awesome. Oh, that's good. Okay. What is your most treasured possession? Uh... Mentioned it. Uh, got it last year. The guys at Upper Deck. The guys at Upper Deck yep. made a big trading card of a picture that I took of my sons uh, for Helix football. Fucking great. Yep. Coolest thing I have. What about for you? You know, it's it's not even not even mine, but my two favorite things that I have, they're in my house because Josh doesn't want anything. Yeah. Eventually I'll take stuff back. But I have uh, a couple Alabama game jerseys, one national nice. championship, one. And uh, I have a, he has senior day Auburn that where that picture was taken right next to you. He has yeah. a, he has a game ball from that game. And what did he do with his rings? He has them. He well, he doesn't have them. They're in my house. Yeah. And, and so he just uh, did. He never pulls anything out. Like you know. No, but his kids will think it's cool. He, yeah, you know it's funny. I just talked to him right before we did the show. One thing about Josh. Josh is never a remember win person. Yeah. I kind of admire it. Yeah. And so he, he told me, he goes, you know, after I, I live in Nashville for a certain amount of time, he goes, I'm coming back to San Diego. This is my goal. Mm. And I said, oh, yeah. And he goes, I'm not living in, in Eastlake. And I said, why not? He goes, because I know too many people. Meaning yeah. that I run into people that love to pull the remember wins all the time. Yeah. And they're, they're good memories. It just yeah, Josh doesn't live that way. But he goes, I'm going to live 100% in like Encinitas or Carlsbad. Yeah. And he goes, I'm going to give my kids a chance to live their own life. And I don't want yeah. to be walking around and people always saying, remember when to my kids all the time. But as long as he's got all that shit, yeah. his kids will love it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty a, cool. Most of that shit's like in the closet. Like Nick Saban autographed balls and shit like that. Yeah. yeah it does it. Rings. That's what Jerry Coleman did with all his yeah. shit. Remember? Yeah. Jerry had all that stuff. But Jerry's yeah. resume was a little bit more impressive, but no oh. offense, Josh. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jerry was that guy. Remember when the Yankees gave Jerry uh, Jerry Coleman on the field yeah. a Yankees framed 42 jersey? Yeah. That was his number. And uh, it, it sat in the Padre Clubhouse for like three years. Like he never even took it home. Yeah, Remember maybe, that? Yeah, it was in like the booth too yeah. for a long time. He didn't give a fuck. He just uh, didn't I know care. he thought it was, yeah. He Jerry was such, like I say to my sons all the time, man. Jerry thought stats were just the biggest bullshit. Yeah. Like, well, who cares what you did yesterday? Yeah. What are you going to do today? And that was just his Amazing. mindset on everything. Rookie of yeah. the year, World Series, yeah, MVP, all that. Shit. He never was a remember win guy. Nope. Did, it wasn't his thing at all. Not at all. All right. Um, here we go. If you found out you're going to die tomorrow, what would you do today? Oh, that's cool. I'd call a lot of people and tell them, hey, fuck you. <laughs> Right? Hey, uh, in case I don't see you, fuck, fuck. you. <laughs> I, shit, I guess I go see Jackass today. Fuck, I wasn't going to make it until Friday. 
don't even know, man. I just hang out with my kids. That's it. Just hang out with my sons. You know, obviously you'd want to get, you'd be in a rush, right? To take care of your finances. Like make sure that your kids know where everything is. Yeah. Like, hey, this is how you get the money, right? Yep. That's, that would be a big thing. But then, yeah, yeah, you'd spend your last day with your kids. Yeah. I mean, that's the cool thing. Like my, my relationship with their mom is so good. Like she's, she's locked in on everything. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be fine. Oh my God. Hang out. That'd be it. Go to Coronado. Hey guys, you make sure I'd you probably, free up between five and eleven. But I got a lot of fuck you calls to make first. I'd probably, you know, I'd be like, "Well, fuck! I've never tried heroin." <laughs> I didn't have to take. Never done Thing that. Is, they don't think you died of a heroin overdose. You I know can't have that right? that's kind of edgy. Yeah, you can't have that. Ah, uh, true. And then Canop would write about you on Sunday. Yeah, sorry, God, Seth. Good guy, funny guy. Sorry, fucking. Didn't know he was a heroin could, addict. Could be the needle. <laughs> You're like you tried it one time. Yeah. Okay, stop. Sure he did. Sure he did. Oh, what'd you do? What'd you do? I would do exactly what you said. I would 100. I would make sure my kid knew exactly where the money was, how to find yeah. everything. I've already done that though with Josh. Like yeah. I've already said, look, this is if anything ever happens, here are the all. He already has all my passwords. Yeah, he has a way to get all my stocks. He has a way to get it's everything a- I'm going to leave, and and there's there's no question. Yeah. yeah, the weirdest thing. We did it with my dad today. You did it with your dad today? Uh, my sister did. Oh, Jesus. Like she, it's depressing My as dad well. and I are so close yeah. that he, I think he wanted to just do it, but like everything's, yeah, she and I are running point on everything. Yeah. And so, yeah, she sent me stuff today and he just said, look, I hope it's 40 years from now. Yeah. But you got to, everything needs, you need to know where everything yeah. is. It's true. So, you need to know where everything is. But it's funny, yeah. Josh knows where everything for my mom is. I have no idea where anything for my mother. Oh, that's good. You know, but she like went through it and said, look, this yeah. is what you do. And yeah, I was that's like, good. Yeah. I, was, I have no idea how to track down anything. Man, I'm Dude, just... I have no idea what happened if something happened to Rita. Like, literally. Like, I have passwords to accounts, but I don't know. I know I would leave money right. somewhere. Yeah. You got to find all that. Oh, man, you got to get that shit. We got to yeah. get uh, Jeff Isaac in here. <laughs> but living trust. No, it's, yeah. it's serious, man, because everything else goes into probate. No, I got all that. I got the living trust. Okay. Well, I got the whole good. thing. Yeah. I got all that taken care of. Crazy. I got the whole thing. I told it. I got to change my will, though. My will has where I was supposed to be buried in Steve Garvey's home jersey. Oh, yeah. And fuck, man. I don't think Garvey's impressed by it. So I nah. got to change out. I got to definitely change wrong. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got my name wrong. Hey, Dave Pellet. Yeah. Yeah. He's out. He's out. Remember, he had like a pink sweater on in that video, yeah. that cameo. Yeah. Like, Son of a bitch. You see he was on Brett Boone the other day? He was? Yeah, he was good. He was. It, it was good. Brett did a good job with him. Nice. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. All right, man. That's five questions right there. All right. We're out. We will see you back here Wednesday night. Everybody, if you have any questions for the movie on Friday, send me a message on Twitter. Otherwise, we'll look forward to seeing you in a few days, but we'll be back here in two nights. Good deal. Walk to the park, be 
speak our minds Maybe talk to Rob Backstreet door, I laugh so hard. 